Don't miss a minute of Cyclones action this season. You can catch every game, home or away, live or on demand on, over at HockeyTV.com for another episode of Inside Cyclones Hockey. Cyclones were back at home for a couple of contests against the Peoria Mustangs, who they have not had the pleasure of playing yet this season. Uh, Friday night was a very competitive, very interesting game that ended up uh, resulting in a 5-2 to two Mustang victory. Cyclones will get shut out on Saturday. But there was a lot of great things that happened this weekend. The Cyclones uh, but got both their goals provided by the leading scorer on the team, Gage Viersbo. We'll get you those highlights here in just a couple of minutes. Jacob Bland, Tristan Trudell, each had huge nights on Friday as well to kind of combat those Gage Viersbo momentum goals, as you'll hear me call them here in just a minute. But what was interesting about this game or what really stuck out to me was just the Cyclones not really able to get any of the bounces to go their way. Uh, the puck just seemed to favor the Mustangs all night. Just a couple fluky goals, uh, weird goals that you just wouldn't typically see go in. Uh, the difference maker in the game did come late in the second period uh, when Gage Viersba had scored those two goals and started a, a comeback. And, you know, they were one step away from completing the comeback as the game was now 3-2. to two. Puck taken away from Bland. Good work there by Baker. Standing tall, just a few strides inside his own blue line. Now steps right up into the play. Got it on the forehand. Thought about ripping it instead. Drop pass, and the first of the night belongs to who else? Gage Viersba. What an effort by number 16, Isaac Baker. He made the defensive play just inside his own blue line. Stepped up, picked up the puck just outside the attacking blue line and executes a perfect drop pass to number 12, who shelves it. That's an energy goal right there. That's a big goal, momentum-type goal for your Wausau Cyclones. Just a night and day period so far for the Cyclones. They've been aggressive. They've played confidently. They've stayed out of the box for the most part. They've scored a, a goal. Complete turnaround here in the second. And if they can bury one here in the next two minutes and get to the locker room by tra trailing by just one, that's a major, major victory, and we'll have ourselves a game entering the third period. Of course, got to get the puck across the goal line first as Baker and Viersba playing catch. Viersba wants it wide open net, and he scores! Gage Viersba with his second of the evening, his second of the period. And Wausau now trails by just one goal. Exactly what the Cyclones needed, scoring just seconds into the power play. And Gage Viersba coming up big time for his team here this evening. Uh, but the Mustangs scored with a minute and seven seconds left on the power, on the power play and uh, in the second period. And the puck... It uh, just came to rest on the back of the net. It was a very, very strange uh, situation. Uh, it came to rest on the back of the net. A couple players uh, were looking at it, hacking at it, and it just ended up bouncing off the back of the net and, like, trickling through, uh, finding its way between Burke's skate and the post. Uh, just a weird little goal after the Cyclones had really dominated the entire second period uh, it was a significant turnaround. Shots on goal 
16-6 to in favor of the Mustangs in the first period. Wausau comes back in the second, outshoots them 16-12, to uh, where they were about to outscore them 2 to nothing in the period. And uh, after going to the box four times in the first period, some pretty costly penalties, uh, or at least one, uh, as Jacob Bland scored a power play goal in the first. Uh, the Cyclones cleaned it up in the second period uh, for a little while there. Um, uh, things got out of hand towards the end in the last four minutes of the period. There was a total of six penalties called, four of them on the Cyclones. But before those final minutes, uh, it was some good, good hockey being played. Uh, so the, the Mustangs take the momentum back. And they would uh, put the cherry on top, Tristan Trudell, just about three minutes into the third period. And uh, that would be all she wrote on the scoring for Friday. That would be all she wrote on the scoring for the weekend. Uh, so Gage Viersma doing the honor both times, uh, assisted first by Isaac Baker and Brennan Valencia. The second assist goes to Isaac Baker as well. Uh, in that, as I mentioned for that, for that game, Ryan Burke, uh, he made 30, 28 saves on 33 total shots. Uh, he battled all night with Joseph Ambrophy, uh, who was flashing the leather, uh, making some pretty impressive glove saves. Look, the Cyclones had scoring opportunities. They had quality scoring opportunities. And just a mix between puck luck and Joseph Ambrophy being on his game just did not allow the Cyclones uh, to score enough to overcome kind of those weird, uh, fluky goals. Uh, but Saturday comes around, hoping for a bounce-back game. Instead, Peoria digs their heels in, ends up winning 5 to nothing. This game marked the first start in Owen Reeves' NA3HL career uh, as he saw his first ice time with the Cyclones. Uh, he played very well, all things considered. Uh, looked confident, looked good, liked to move the puck, and has uh, a, has the ability to move the puck, that's for sure. A lot of power uh, behind his outlet passes and not afraid to send it flying, you know, three quarters of the way down the ice, plays the puck with confidence. Love to see that out of Owen Reeve. Uh, he made 24 saves on 20, uh, 28 shots. Uh, so a dead even 28 shots. Excuse me, there was an empty net goal. So Wasa had 28 shots and uh, Peoria had 29 shots. So Owen Reeve made 24 saves 25 saves trouble doing math here it's late i apologize he made 25 saves in the game uh but a good showing and i'm sure uh earned himself uh some more looks here and some time uh coach oyster turning to the newest goaltender uh for some ice time on saturday he uh, would battle all night with Kassin yamada uh, Peoria and ended up electing to go with a different set of pads between the pipes as well. Yamada, a perfect 28 for 28. So he earns the shutout. Cyclones now turn their attention to a road contest, two road contests, uh, taking on the Oregon Tradesmen, looking for a little revenge and looking for their first step towards an I-39 Cup. A schedule continues to be a bit brutal as we move on through November into December. Following Oregon, uh, it's the Rochester Grizzlies and then Cyclones. Uh, seek a, a little relief here. Uh, hopefully can grab a few wins before they get down to St. Louis to start off the month of December. Uh, but the Cyclones need to get back in the win column. It's plain and simple. 
and I think it's going to happen before those cycle, or excuse me, before those St. Louis games in December. I uh, would love to see the Cyclones go two and two the rest of the way here in November. They certainly are capable of doing it. They've been in a lot of games lately. Just got to put it together for a full 60. Uh, I also want to thank everybody for uh, continuing to come back and listen to these shortened versions of the podcast. Uh, I apologize that the uh, interview numbers have been down, that the quality of the podcast and the length of the podcast overall has just been a little bit down. Uh, I am uh, diving headfirst into this new job, uh, headfirst into the deep end. And it's been a lot to take in, but I'm starting to really get used to it, get a schedule down, get a little quicker at things. And uh, I will get back to putting, um, you know, the energy and the uh, commitment to this podcast that it that it deserves. So I do apologize to the listeners, apologize to the players for uh, skipping a number of weeks uh, or not giving them an opportunity to talk. I will reconcile that. Uh, I promise and uh, we're going to have a Thanksgiving special episode for you coming up here next week. Uh, so until then, uh, Zach Serway and I got uh, just a few things on the other side here, uh, talking a little bit of hunting, a little bit of uh, Thanksgiving, uh, obviously much more Thanksgiving conversation coming up with hopefully players, coaches, maybe some fans, whoever we can talk to around the rink. And uh, maybe we'll cook up a little bit something special on top of that next week for the Thanksgiving uh, episode. Uh, But until then, again, thank you for always coming back, always being supportive. I appreciate all the kind words. uh, Everybody that has stopped me at the rink uh, and such, I really do appreciate it. Um, Until then, good luck to hunters this weekend. Make sure you're following along with the Cyclones all season on social media at Wausau Cyclones. And hey, if you're looking for something to watch uh, while you're hanging out with the cabin at uh, after hanging out at the cabin after uh, a long day of hunting on Saturday, flip on the Cyclones game. Maybe introduce some of your hunting pals to the Cyclones. Uh, maybe create a new hockey fan. Who knows? Uh, so good luck to the hunters. Thank you, everybody. We will talk to you in a few days next week. Uh, as it was a late release here this week, we'll be back on schedule. Uh, this upcoming episode. We got Zach Serway right after this. One little amendment here. I was mistaken, and instead of going back and editing it all out or re-recording, I'm just going to admit that uh, I made a mistake here, and uh, I accidentally said that uh, Owen Reed made his first NA3HL start. Uh, He's an NA3HL veteran. He made his first Cyclone start. He played 12 games last year with the Minnesota Loons. Uh, he had a record of 2 and 12, 770 minutes, uh, 98 uh, goals against uh, with one shutout, and giving him a 7.63 goals against and an 8.74 save percentage. Uh, so, obviously, a lot of pucks came his way last year. Yeah, here's the numbers right here 678 saves. Uh, so, I did just want to make that clear uh, that Owen Reeve. Got his first start with the Cyclones, uh, but already did play in the NA3HL prior to that. All right, back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Mark Tussle Wireless, we're out there. The Wausau Cyclones are proud to partner with Apex Learning Virtual School. 
They offer more NCAA-approved courses than any other virtual school out there. They're an accredited school that has been around since 1997, and they understand the need for flexibility in your class schedule if you're going to train and be able to play the way that you need to in order to play hockey at the next level. Take advantage of that. Players have seen their core GPA go up as much as 23%, while their SAT scores on average are 15% higher than the national average. They know what they are doing. If you are not sure about enrolling full-time just yet, you can give Apex Learning Virtual School a try with just one course. Give them a call at 206-489-1079 and get started today. And welcome back to Inside Cyclones Hockey. Joining me now is Director of Business Operations for the Wausau Cyclones, Zach Surway. And Zach, uh, Fleet Farm has been uh, a, a main topic of these last few episodes, it seems. Our great friends over at Fleet Farm, we had a very successful camel hat giveaway uh, the other night as the Cyclones took on the Peoria Mustangs. Now coming up, we have Orange Friday. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about Fleet Farm Orange Friday and uh, then we'll get into some other uh, Cyclone stuff here regarding uh, Black Friday merch sale, other things we got going on for Thanksgiving. And then we'll end with a little debate as to who uh, is going to shoot the biggest buck this weekend. But let's start with that Fleet Farm Orange Friday sale. As we know, opening weekend just a few days away. Yeah, so uh, Fleet Farm, every single year uh, they do Orange Friday, of course, uh, with the gun opener happening uh, this weekend. So. Fleet Farm uh, is going to be opening at 6 a.m. on a Friday morning, and that's across Wisconsin and Iowa. They'll have all kinds of fun things going on. Um, I was talking with one of the, the uh, people at the Wausau store last weekend at that event, and they'll have um, all kinds of fun giveaways for, for people and, uh, of course, a lot of savings for People to get geared up for the, the hunting season and all kinds of other toys that they have uh, over at Fleet Farm um, or the, to get you all set to hopefully uh, bag that big buck this weekend. Yeah, obviously the, the goal uh, every opening weekend, you want to go out and bag that big buck. No better place uh, to set yourself up for success uh, than Fleet Farm. Definitely an essential stop. Uh, before each and every opening weekend and even through the entire 10-day hunting season, um, 11 days, whatever it ends up being, uh, Fleet Farm is going to be your go-to. Uh, Zach, looking forward uh, to next week. We'll talk about it uh, on next week's podcast a little bit as well. Uh, but the Cyclones play on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, and we've got our Black Friday merch sale going on. We teased it a little bit last week. Uh, when does that sale start and how long will it be available? So it'll be kicking off on Black Friday and then it'll run through December 1st um, online. We'll also have additional savings at the games, both on the Black Friday game and then also that Saturday night game as well uh, versus Rochester. So uh, fans will be able to, to save 20% um, online and at the games uh, that weekend and into uh, to early December. So once uh, all those orders are placed, uh, we'll get the, everything shipped out and uh, those will arrive for fans in time, of course, for, for Christmas to 
get all your favorite cyclones gear um, unwrapped under the tree. So there you go. Maybe get up nice and early on Friday. Go out, do your typical Black Friday shopping. Go home, relax, eat some Thanksgiving leftovers, and then you can come watch the Cyclones in action Friday night and uh, do a little bit more Black Friday shopping. As Zach said, uh, those discounts will be available for you in person at the rink as well. Uh, Zach, we got a couple other Thanksgiving weekend promotions going on. Um what besides for uh the black friday sale what else uh are we offering and what else can fans expect when they come to the rink on the 25th and 26th yeah fans can expect i think the the main theme of of the weekend is going to be just saving money um whether it's on merchandise or uh on tickets uh that weekend so on friday night um, fans will be able to save 20% off tickets. It's family night presented by Festival Foods. So thanks to our, our friends at uh, Festival, we're able to offer a savings of 20% uh, for fans for that game. Then the following night on Saturday, we'll be able to, uh, thanks to our partners at Findorf, all kids 12 and under are able to get into that game for free. So plenty of uh savings to go around obviously inflation is a big topic of conversation over the last several months uh here in the country so we're glad to be able to to help um save people a little bit of money especially as uh people's pocketbooks are um stretched a little bit further as uh they get into the holiday season and having some additional expenses uh come up uh that time of year so, uh, like Zach said, 20% off on Friday, and then kids 12 and under get in free on Saturday. So, that's essentially, um, you know, you only got to pay 80% of one ticket gets you into two games if you got kids that are 12 years old and under. So, a heck of a deal, like Zach said, playing into that money-saving weekend. Uh, everybody everybody needs to and loves to save money. So, we're uh, happy to be able to provide that opportunity here in Wausau. Um, Zach transitioning here to Thursday, Thanksgiving day itself. I'm interested to see your, uh, to hear your answer here because mine might be a little controversial, uh, but I would love to know, uh, your favorite Thanksgiving side dish. And then, um, I assume you're a pie guy. So what's your favorite pie? But more importantly, what's that favorite side dish? Cause I've got a little bit of a controversial answer here. Well, these are, these are these are the hard hitting questions, Jake. Um, <laughs> hey, you know, I'm, I'm a reporter. Now. I'm working for channel nine. You know, I gotta, I gotta dig deep here. Exactly. Digging deeper with Jake Senholz on inside cyclones hockey. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I gotta go with stuffing. I think that's the, the go-to um, the, uh, the thing about stuffing, though, is you have to have that right mixture of it being moist and then crisp at the same time. Um, and then as far as the dessert option goes, I think uh, a staple of Thanksgiving is pumpkin pie. So I'm going to have to uh, to stick with that. And uh, it's, a, it's a win-win on both of those. Um, I'll be curious to hear what, uh, what your uh, go-tos are for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, pumpkin pie is the only answer. I know a lot of people despise pumpkin pie. Other people claim it's the best pie. I 
I definitely don't despise it. I also don't know if it is the best pie overall, but certainly for Thanksgiving, it's the one and only pie that you really should need, really care about. Maybe a pecan. Uh, I'm not a huge pecan pie uh, uh, guy myself. But the controversy that I was alluding to, look, I love mac and cheese. I love mac and cheese at any point. A lot of people will say mac and cheese is not a Thanksgiving food at all. I love mac and cheese. But more than that, I love gravy. Gravy, I could eat it straight out of the boat. I'll put it on everything. I put it on the corn. I put it on the carrots. I put it on on the on the stuffing. I put it on the turkey. I put it on, on the buns, on the biscuits, whatever you want to call them. Gravy is an absolute must. And I know some people... Um, may or may not view that as a side. Is it a side? Is it a topping? Is it an, an additional part of the meal? I look at it as its very own side. I think the best argument I've ever heard is, look, it has its own boat. It has its own like uh, thing that you serve it in every single year. It is definitely a side in my mind, and it's the most important part of the meal. Yeah, that's just like the pumpkin pie that you mentioned. Um, you know, gravy is one of those options that uh, I don't know if you're going to have it at uh, the other months of the year, but uh, for Thanksgiving, it's definitely a staple. And um, actually, I can't be too upset with that pick, Jake. Uh, I mean, it goes over everything. I just you slather it all over the whole plate. There's not one thing in a Thanksgiving meal to me that you know it is not enhanced by gravy. So gravy is the answer. Other than that, uh, you know, that's our guess. I guess uh, you know a little bit of Thanksgiving talks always always good. Makes make me hungry right now. I I can't wait till next weekend. Um, or next Thursday, I should say. But other than that, uh, topic at hand here this weekend. I know, Zach, you're a huge hunter, as am I. We've talked about it a, quite a few times on this podcast. I know assistant coach Jake Minch, a pretty big hunter in his own right. Um, based off the pictures and the videos that you've been showing me, I would have to uh, put my money that you're going to get the big buck this year. I, I've seen minch have a ton of success as far as fishing goes i know he reels mm-hmm. in giant bass all the time i've never really seen what kind of success he's had in the hunting category but my money's on you zach i think you're gonna get the big guy this year well i hope so hopefully i don't blow it um but i do have some inside information on minch though unfortunately at uh the game um just before or i should say that he, uh, Saturday afternoon, uh, last Saturday afternoon, his neighbor shot the big buck that he was after. So, oh, no. unfortunately, Minch uh, has that big trophy one is no longer a, an option for him. So, um, I know you you definitely have it a little bit tougher going up uh, in northern Wisconsin. I mean, yeah. shoot, anytime uh, you can even see a buck, let alone get a really big one is, is always a challenge in, in that neck of the woods. So it certainly um, is. we'll see. I know we actually have a couple other hunters amongst the, the ownership group too. I know Brad um, is a, is a hunter and then Corey as well. So um, maybe we'll have to uh, get a text chain going and, and see, uh, see who ends up getting it uh, between uh, the five of us here. Maybe we could start a little charity pool where, you know, whichever one of us doesn't end up with a buck, the other the other four donate a little bit of venison fell off the freezer. Maybe we could work out something like that. But uh, it's unfortunate to hear uh, uh, about Minchie, uh, especially when you know, both season has been going on for a while 
and then your mm-hmm. next door neighbor smacks one with a bow a week before gun season. That's that's tough to swallow. But uh, we wish him the best of luck. Zach, we wish you the best of luck. Should be a great weekend. I've heard it's going to be the coldest opening weekend in the last 10 years. Make sure you dress warm, bring a heater, uh, all that good stuff. Uh, so best of luck. Obviously, Cyclone's on the road this weekend. Uh, so we'll see you back at the rink uh, in two weeks. Go Clones. Go Clones. That is Director of Business Operations for the Wausau Cyclones, Zach Sirway. Whether it's screen printing, embroidery, or promotional products, Four Seasons Screen Printing is here for you. They provide a small shop feel with the capability of high volume production and very fast turnaround times. Learn more today at fourseasonsmarathon.com.